Hey guys, Hardcore here. Welcome to episode four of Life Behind the Pros. And this is XCLA, the stat man, and I got my ass kicked this week. What he's talking about is the first round of ATV Fantasy League coming up. Check, check, check one, two, check. Is this thing on? Oh yeah. Hey guys, welcome to the Hardcore Harvey Motorsports Quad Racing Podcast, Life Behind the Pros, a podcast dedicated to the majority of us guys and gals who are lining up behind the amazing riders and athletes who make up the pros in XC1, XC2, WXC, and 4x4 Pro. You know, us weekend warriors of cross-country racing. The show will feature Everyday Joes, local race series promoters, and local race series that love cross-country quad racing, being at the races, and love the racing friendships that keep us coming back weekend after weekend. So call your buddies, turn up the volume, grab a snack, grab a drink, and let's talk cross-country quad racing, race reports, race results, race tracks, upcoming races, along with some off-the-wall features we still have tucked away in the race trailer. The quad racing podcast, Life Behind the Pros, is ready to begin in... All right, guys. Welcome to episode four. Welcome back. So, obviously, with me again this week is uh, my son, XC Lay, a.k.a. the Statman. A down-in-the-dirt Statman this week. Oh, such an interesting episode this week because there was a whole lot of smack talk <laughs> being done last week about uh, the analytics and, you know, how Clay was going to lay it down for us with all his analysis oh, of the man. classes. I was, I was watching the races, and I was feeling good, man. I was feeling good. But I'll let you guys know that I was... I was I was confident because I knew my picks, but I was texting dad. I was like, Hey, how, how'd your, how'd your picks turn out? How are you doing? He's like, I, I don't know. And I thought he was being cool. He's like, try to save it for the podcast. I'm like, Oh, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna be that guy. But it turns out, ladies and gentlemen, he just lost his paper with his picks on him. So what he had to do True right, statement. right before the podcast, he just, he's oh, let me pick some real quick. So, oh no, no, no. So I'm just, oh. I'm just going on full faith that he went honest in that his is, picks that is incorrect uh xc lay agreed with all of my all of my rewind picks when i said hey this wasn't this who i picked and he was like yeah yeah mainly because i didn't want to re-listen to the old so podcast. speaking of stats let's go to, let's go to the stats on let's go on the points totals for round one points totals i was pretty proud because i thought i wasn't going to do super well and i turned out i was 35 points so not too bad okay before we get into the points let's review classes we the classes we took a look yeah. at for round one of our Life Behind the Pros, ATV Fantasy League. Yeah, so we went with Senior A, uh, Junior A, 40-plus uh, C, and 4-before-C. So just a reminder, folks, we're picking two classes in the AM race and two classes in the PM race, That's and we right. will continue to use that format. Um, and then here in a little while, we're actually going to pick our four classes for the next round in Indiana. Yep, we're going to repick. We're not going to go with the same classes. We're going to, we're going to roll for new picks. So yeah, we had uh, we had several folks who uh, participated in this first round, and we uh, really hope this is something that can catch on and we get more and more folks involved uh, as we move forward in the future. Um, obviously, we just want you to kind of keep an eye on Facebook and social media. We'll put out uh, another, uh, basically a, a picture of the classes that we'll we'll be picking for next week. So we're gonna we're actually gonna pick the classes this week and then on the next episode five of the podcast, Clay and I are gonna break down our picks again. Right. We got three weeks in between now and then. So we figured we'll give us a little time, give old C Lay right. a little extra time to do some extra analysis and really get these picks right because man, 
at some of these, I got blown out of the water. You better phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. All right. So in uh, in our classes there, um, of course, uh, Clay didn't want to talk about this, but the old uh, dad here, the old hardcore Harvey Motorsports D-A-D uh, dad. <laughs> the D-A-D. The D-A-D. I love you, boy. I love you. <laughs> All right, so I ended up with uh, 49 points for the week and actually was able to be a top point getter for, for yeah, all he, of our entries. Yeah, out of all the entries, Dad got first. I got second, which I'm proud of, by the way. I'm just I'm just really thrilled with how my first picks went. I learned a lot, and I'm going to use those lessons in the future to come. Right, but uh, you know, unfortunately, Clay, you and I cannot be the winners. This is just but this right. is just for bragging rights between right. us. So, yeah, Dad's got the rights this week. Yeah, so actually, our 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 winner for our uh, first round was. Derek Davis with 32 points. Wound out with 32 points. He got uh, 13 points in Senior A and 11 points in 404C and uh, 8 points in 40 plus C. So good job, Derek. Yeah, so Derek will be we'll be in contact with Derek because he is the winner of our first giveaway, the RG Honda Motorsports T-shirt. So Derek, congratulations, and we definitely appreciate you uh, jumping in and participating. So uh, and guys, please uh, you know tell your friends, uh, tell other race buddies to get involved here for Indiana and let's try to uh, let's try to uh, make this bigger and better every time we do it. Also by next week we're hoping that we'll be able to tell you kind of what the giveaway is going to be for round 2 of ATV Fantasy Racing. So, we don't get the we don't get the prizes, right? No. Okay. You can't you're the co-host. You can't hit the prize. I was I was wanting a t-shirt though. That t-shirt sounded pretty good. Really? You want a t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> That's your goal here. <laughs> Oh man! So, uh, so who was your who was the who was your top fantasy guy? Like, who who do you want to thank in the fantasy? Oh, I definitely want to thank Luke Shepard for putting it out there, getting first place for me, and getting me my the majority of my points with fourteen points in junior A. So, actually, Luke Shepard is going to be one of our dirt dominators coming up here in a little bit. Actually, Luke's agreed to do a phone interview, so we're all going to hear from Luke here in just a little bit. Putting the forty-four out front. The what? 44? His number is 44. I thought it was seven. I thought it was the 724. It says 44 right there. 44. I think that's his assigned number. I think his bike number is 724. Whatever. I'm going by what the paper says. I got it. Yeah, see? Analytics. Analytics. Steered you wrong again. Almost got it. Almost oh. got it this week. Again. So, hey, for me, I, I got to thank the one, the only, Team Alpha Brother. 4T. 4T. Tony, the Tattoo Tornado, Stockdale. And he, Not only did he get the win. He got you 14 points. He got me 14 points. He got me five for being on a podium. He came out of nowhere. And then he got me nine for being in first place where I predicted him to be. Thanks, Brother Tony. In, in the same class, though, I would also like to thank Russell Fry for getting second, getting me 11 points, for keeping me in the game. That's true. 4T came out of nowhere because I didn't know what his real name was. I was looking at the paper, and that screwed me. Right. So now I know that going forward. Well, I also have to thank. Uh, Who do you have to thank? Four before C. Oh, Theo Refuse. No, that's forty plus C. Shit. Four before C. Huh? Oh, Erica Fisher. Erica, Burke Kemper Fisher. 
she might be getting an interview here soon too. We'll yeah, see. we actually we we just sent her a message. She agreed to do a phone interview as well as one of our dirt dominators. She definitely dominated. She got eight minutes ahead of the second place guy. She destroyed yeah. her first win. Yeah, first by eight win. minutes, not eight seconds, eight minutes. She had time to pull through a drive-through, get some Burger King, and yeah. sit with her family, and then realize, oh yeah, I'm still racing, and then still get first place. Right. So we're gonna hear from Erica here in a little bit as well. So I'm looking forward to that interview. So what do you think about the first round of the fantasy, just overall the experience? I, I definitely learned a lot. I know that you got to, you got to, you, it can't be all analytics. You what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to, I got to do a little bit of research outside of the numbers. What? You're the stat man. I, listen, I don't know what to tell you. I'm here to win and I'm here to say that stats ain't all what it cracked up to be this week. You heard it, folks. Because I, t I, I picked some stinkers, dude. <laughs> In four before C, all my picks are eighth, ninth, and the other one didn't even race. Listen, Edward wasn't even there. He's, that, he's, that does, dude, that doesn't mean they stink. That means they had a bad day. That's what I'm saying. They uh, can't look at the numbers. It doesn't trend always. Why but, do you think in this show we've got dirt dominators and dirt disasters? Listen, you're always going to be a disaster if you're sitting on a couch at home and not I, even racing. You don't know. Maybe, he, listen, I, got, I know some of my buddies who normally race. They had things like going on, like one of my buddies, Kenny Yarborough. He was at a cheerleading competition for his daughter. He was being a good dad. Oh, that's uh, that's not a <laughs> that's not a stinker. Oh, the cheerleading competition or GNCC racing? Come on, he was being a dad. Oh, you know, right. I'll get I'll give it to exactly. You. So until you know all the facts, you can't call somebody out for that's being home saying. on that's, the couch. That's what I'm saying. I need to get more facts. Okay, I need to get my stuff together. All right. So anyway, so we are looking forward to round two of ATV Fantasy League racing for life behind the pros um coming up for the next round of gncc in peru indiana uh the x factor coming up i'm excited i'm excited to see what this next round brings so that's how we're gonna do uh, we don't have our uh, obviously we're not live so we we can't do our spinning wheel we are we are wheelless right now. we are so wheelless right now i have provided an alternative so what you're saying is nobody's at the wheel nobody's at the wheel this is so this out is of control <laughs> This whole show is on cruise oh, control. Yeah. So what I've done, I've provided some dice. I've numbered the uh, uh, classes, and we're going to just roll two on AM, two on PM, and we will go from there. Just like every good racer, sometimes you got to roll the dice. Roll that dice. All right, so I have uh, I have two dice. You have two dice. Let's just roll them at the same time. No. Why not? This is a 1-1 one, one deal. Roll your big okay. dice. All right, big dice. Right yeah. Here. So the first class for Five. for. The Peru round of GNCC will be... Oh, I might have made a mistake. Uh, WXC, we're not doing XC. No, they're pros. Reroll. Reroll. That's a six. That's there a we go. That's women's ATV. Women's amateur ATV will be highlighted at the next ATV fantasy round. Roll the dice. 15. 15. What's 15? 15 is 35 plus C. 35 so that'll plus be our, C. 35 plus C will be our second fantasy category for am at the x factor looking forward to it and all right for the pm pm classes Ready? that's a two that's junior a are we are we gonna no no repeats luke luke no, is my can't. boy you can't go 14 okay sorry luke right. reroll three vet a vet a 30 plus vet a 30 plus will be our highlighted round and for our last class Five. Number five. College B. College B. So go through those again there, XC Lay. All right. So we got uh, women's ATV. We got sportsmen's AB. We got Vet A 30 plus. And then we got College B. 
All right, folks. So between now and next week, when Clay and I actually do our picks for those uh, those uh, classes, uh, you guys can kind of jump on the GNCC website, do some analytics yourself. I'll, I'll, I'll post uh, I'll post another uh, recap of everybody's uh, classes, where everybody stands, and what the, what the numbers look like. Excellent. Appreciate it, XCLA. Appreciate no you doing that. I got your back. All right, so. What do you think you'll do different for round two of fantasy? I think you know what you know what I was lacking. There's only three rounds. Knowledge of the sport. Three rounds. All right. I need more data points. And four rounds, I think, will provide me with the data I need to to provide a proper trend. Because one data point ain't nothing to go on. Two, you're starting to head in a direction. Three might be a little trend. Four, I feel like that is more confident. Maybe you could just pick riders who are actually coming to the race this time. Yeah, I know. See, I need to, that's where I need to do a little bit of research is I need to actually find out who's showing up. Right. Maybe you can like Facebook message a guy and say, hey, you coming to the race? Oh, I might get some insider information on the old FB. Right. So, hey, so heads up, folks. You might be getting, uh, you might be getting Facebook messages from the old XC Lay, which will be Clay Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> He might be looking. He might be looking for insider information. Yeah, maybe if they're sick, ooh, might look at might look at their records or something. Right. See, see how they're feeling. I mean, <laughs> anything to help you. Anything. I need an edge here because I, I, I mean, cannot listen, do a repeat. You barely finished second. What do you mean barely? I mean, Derek Davis almost beat you. Three points. Okay, that's, that's, a, that's one a pick. Lot. That's a lot. That's one pick. I don't know. I'll I'll be seeing Derek in the next round. If Derek would have got one more person on the podium, you'd have been in third place. Yeah, that's true. Listen, it's not going to happen again. Four data points. I am confident. Okay, you heard it, folks. He still he says he's going to do more than just analytics, but he keeps going back to the analytics. Yeah, yeah no, it's a crutch. It's a crutch. A.K.A. the stat man. Stat man. All right, folks. So, hey, look for that coming out on Facebook. Uh, kind of be uh, getting your picks together. And, again, you can uh, give us your entries a couple ways. You can Facebook message me directly to Jeff Harvey on Facebook and send us your picks that way. Or you can email me at jtharvey918 at gmail.com. Again, Facebook message, Jeff Harvey, or by email at jtharvey918 at gmail.com. Shall we go over the point system again for those just tuning in yeah, for the first time? please do. So if you get one on the podium, it's five points. First place, you get if you get it right, nine points. If you, correct, if you guess correctly, the second place rider, Six points, same thing for third, three points. That's it. So, so you, perfect class is 33 points. Correct. Which is yet to be done and I think will be very rare because people have like Erica just breaking the mold and just busting apart my perfectly calculated plan just threw it right out. Yeah. She's like eight minutes. Pfft, I think them I got guys, this. I think them guys in a four before C are like scratching their heads going, oh, what What next? I, I was scratching my head. I, I didn't she know. She came that. out of nowhere. Nowhere. I, I was blown away, and I'm sure all those people who had a complex, <laughs> they have to check themselves or they're going to wreck themselves. <laughs> so, XC Lake, speaking of Erica, it just so happens that she's going to be one of our rider spotlights of this week, uh, along with Luke Shepard. This segment of the Hardcore Harvey Motorsports Quad Racing Podcast, Life Behind the Pros, is brought to you by CST Tires. Finding just the right tire for your ATV will dramatically impact its performance. CST Tires offers innovative technology that's affordable and durable. Whether you're racing, working, hunting, or a little bit of everything, CST Tires will conquer whatever terrain lies before you. And remember, CST Tires is where your passion meets the ground. For more information or to order CST Tires, go to csttires.com. So Clay, so 
we're doing something a little different on this episode. We're actually doing our writer spotlight via telephone. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try and uh, call her up and see if she'll answer and uh, give us a little interview. Yeah. So like all this new technology we have is really pretty cool because it's allowed us to really do way more than we ever anticipated when we started this thing. Yeah. It's a it's a slow learning process, but we're we're getting the hang of it. All right. So here, folks, we're gonna give uh, Eric a call and Luke a call, and that's gonna be our writer spotlight for the week. All right, guys. Uh, so uh, up next on the show, we have Erica Burke Kemper Fisher um, joining us today, and we have her joining us in a couple different capacities. We're going to talk to her not only as a four by four sea rider, but also some of you might know her more from uh, her her uh, extracurricular activities at the track uh, with the Track Mom Photography. So, Erica, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. So, Erica, tell us a little bit about your experience at at Coker. I know that we talked to you kind of in the morning a little bit before the race and uh you were talking about going out there and putting it on the boys in four before c and actually you went out there and you, and you laid the smack down on them boy she smoked them i did um yeah and it was a totally unplanned bit it couldn't have worked out any better um so you tell me you, you weren't so you're telling me you weren't planning on winning well I, I no i totally hoped um my goal each race is to improve from the last race so i was just hoping to get a plaque that race i really didn't care what place it was, I just wanted the silly plaque. I wanted to finally finish high enough to get a plaque. Well, there, there, um, was, there was so much improvement that you duped the stat man with your 776 <laughs> and then jumping to a first. I didn't see it coming, but boy, I wish I had. <laughs> yeah, um, the fact that the plaque says uh, first place was just the smoothest bonus ever. So, um, Erica, so obviously it's a little bit unique in, in my racing uh, background and history. Um, not so much that you're a female racer, but that you're in you're in the four by four class. So tell us a little bit about how you wound up uh, going down the uh, four by four road. Sure, um, I started racing uh, six years ago, um, and then my son Levi Burkemper, um, he started racing, and I put my career, my racing career, on hold to um, further his. Um, I couldn't be, my, my races would start uh, before his would ever finish, or sometimes I would have to be at the starting line and he would just be crossing the finish line. Um, and I always wanted to be there at the finish line for him. So I put my racing on hold um, to let his take off. And now that his is up and going and he's running great, I decided to get back into racing. Um, my brother, Tanner Fowler, is a 4x4 B-class rider. Um, he has worked his way up that through the four by four classes and he got, you know, he just raved about the four by fours and how comfy they were and just all the bonuses they had. And I thought, you know what, what the heck? I, I'm almost six feet tall. I know a 450 is not going to fit me very well. So let's just give the four by fours a shot. And here we are. Well, that's awesome. So does he actually help you uh, prep your bike or is that all you? Um, a lot of it is me um, on the smaller details but I do rely on my brother for quite a bit um, he he gives me pointers when he can um, our number one priority is my son's quad and getting it ready um, but then after that it's, we work on our quads and get everybody ready for the weekend well listen if you keep riding the way you rode at Coker there you might have to shift that focus <laughs> yeah. a little bit into your career priorities might change <laughs> huh the priorities might change after your first place finish if you keep up like this. I know, I know. Um, it, it's, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I need to go through mine and make sure it's ready so I can continue on. And, and a little bit more attention needs to be paid. 
So walk us a little bit through your day. I know that on the start line, I'm trying to remember, I think you were, were you third going out of the first turn or where were you? Um, I was third going into the first turn, um, fourth going into the woods. Um, my start, I have improved tremendously. Uh, that's another one of my goals is to always improve on my start because they were, they were lacking. Um, I decided last race, our last IXCR round, uh, it was time to either put up or shut up. I knew I wasn't racing to the best of my ability and I decided to just, just send it. And so I started doing that and wow, it's paid off. It's, it's, yeah, things are clicking finally. So I noticed that you, when you came right behind the uh, pro pits where the morning class came behind there, um, you know, you were rolling pretty good. So how did your day go there after you got out into the woods and got into lap two and three? Um, I, I just settled into a groove. Um, I, I don't walk the track. I know I should, uh, but being a mom and getting everything ready, there's just not a lot of time. Um, but I do rely on my memory. And so I try to remember uh, the strips and, and different parts of the track and places where I know I'll need to be cautious. Um, places where I know that I can just send it. Um, and I, I rely on that and settled into a groove on the second and third lap and thought I had a solid second place wrapped up, not knowing that somewhere along the line, I must have passed the leader and taken over the class. If you mean like somewhere along the line, you must have passed them like a month ago because you won by eight minutes. <laughs> no. So that, that part is still blowing away. Um, I didn't stop for water. Until the actually, I tried to stop for water on the third lap, and I didn't slow down enough because I really thought third was right on my tail, and I didn't want to take that time to give him an opportunity to get around me. Um, so I, I tried to stop, but the water exchange didn't happen as smoothly as it should. So I went a whole nother lap without water, and finally, um, my husband basically jumped out in front of me, and you know he's like, "You got time to slow down for water." Here. <laughs> Quick, take this. So, I had no idea how much ahead I was. Um, but yeah, if it wasn't for him, like basically, you know, saying you can stop, uh, we wouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could have stopped and had a sandwich. Yeah, I know. Say, <laughs> so, hey, what, what movies are playing? Yeah. Oh, oh, right, I'm racing. Yeah. Crap. That was, that was probably the most exhausted I've ever been after a race. Um, I pushed myself as far as I ever have before. Well, like, I tell you, I that, think you. That's uh, an you really sent a strong message there in four before C class. That's for sure. <laughs> don't, under, don't underestimate the blonde on the four by four. There you go. So I know that you told me after the race, you and I messaged a little bit uh, just afterwards, mm -hmm. and you, uh, I'd kind of, I'd kind of uh, gave you a hard time about, hey, I need you to focus on taking pictures of the nine eighteen <laughs> in the afternoon race. And you said, yeah, deal. And then later on, you texted me and said that your hands were numb and you were too tired to take pictures. <laughs> I, yeah, I honestly, it took a good half hour for me to even feel my throttle thumb after that. And I knew, I, I carried my camera up. Um, we didn't make it to the start. I didn't, uh, didn't get changed in time to make it up to the pro start. But I thought, well, I'll catch pictures, you know, going to the finish line and getting something to eat and whatnot. I couldn't even feel my thumb. I felt so bad. Uh, but usually, usually, yes, I take pictures of the, the youth quads and the pro quads and um it only happened with just the youth this weekend well we're gonna we're so gonna hold we're gonna hold you to that promise at, an, at another round when you're feeling better 
<laughs> That'll work. <laughs> so, um, so tell me now, how will things be different for you? You think now that you got this win under your belt, um, what what are you going to do different between now and when we uh, get back together uh, at the X Factor? Uh, continue to condition um, and not let this win go to my head. I I know the cards fell into place for this win, and I'm just going to continue to hope that they fall the next time. Um, and that's the that's the fun thing about um, cross country racing is every race is a, a new hand. At cards, every race, every race, everybody's equal. Absolutely. So, I, I, when people ask me, I said, "Listen, at any given weekend, yeah. cross country racing can either bite you or it can it can reward yeah. you." Yep, yeah. and that's you know we we thought it would be a muddy race and really even it out. It really ended up not being that muddy. Um, four by four, four by fours could do it. Um, four fifties could do it. You just had to pick your right lane. Um, I, I've raced in muddier conditions, but yeah, this the Camp Coker. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So let's so it. so not only you know obviously congratulations on the big win, but let's uh, switch gears for just a minute and tell us a little bit about your, your other. I don't know if it's hobby or second profession or your uh, your <laughs> your track mom photography. Is that correct? Yes, yes, I am track mom photography. Um, this started again when uh, my son's racing career started taking off. I couldn't just sit on the sidelines. Um, I, I didn't want to be one of those parents that was constantly constantly yelling um, at their kids on the track, even though I still sometimes do that. Uh, so I just got into photography. I just uh, I picked up my camera and I borrowed a lens from my mom and just started shooting pics. And lo and behold, before I know it, um, track mom photography came into play uh now i've been shooting the races for five years now gosh i yeah lots of races right so lots of pick does she do you just shoot gncc or do you shoot local series also um i shoot almost everywhere that we go um mainly this year we're focusing on gncc and the indiana cross-country racing series um but i've shot uh gosh uh in the uh, Midwest Cross Country, um, Crossroads Racing Series. Uh, I know we're going to do some of the new AXCC series whenever we can fit it into our schedule. So I know my camera will be there. Um, basically, wherever we are going to race, my camera's in the truck and ready to so take if, pictures when we when So we if, there. if racers out there are interested in kind of getting connected with you to see uh, – you know, some picks and things that you take at the tracks. Uh, how do they go about getting in contact with you? <laughs> well, um, for now, it's just Facebook. Um, track Mom Photography can only be found on Facebook. I keep telling myself you need to develop a website, but that takes time, and uh, that's just something that I can't find much of. So I, I want to—I don't want to sound like a broken broken record, but a website is in the works i just need to finish it all right so everybody can find you on facebook then yes yep and you know if there's a special picture out there somebody wants or needs um just hit me up and we can make arrangements work but for now i just put my watermark in the corner and it's easily shareable um and, you know everybody has my permission to share it with their sponsors and stuff just give credit where credit's due 
Well, Eric, I tell you what, we really appreciate you taking the time to uh, be with us on the show. And, uh, man, you've been a great guest. And, again, congratulations on your first yeah, Thank you, your first win. Thank that you. is awesome. Um, we're, we're actually super excited for you considering we just ta- I talked to you right before the race and you were just, you were just hoping to be in the top three. <laughs> and, and not only did you win, yeah. but, man, eight-minute win, that's huge. So, hey, we're looking forward to seeing you at the next round. I think we're considering – uh, going to the AXCC in Kentucky next weekend. I don't know if you're planning on doing that, but if you do, uh, we'll see you there. And if not, we will see you at the X Factor. Sounds good. Um, I wish I could say you'll see us there, but we also have an Indiana uh, cross-country racing series. Right. The IXCR is racing that weekend also. So. Okay. Well, Erica, again, thank you for being on the show, and uh, we really appreciate your time. Thanks, Jeff. All right, thanks, thank dear. You. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Xelia, that was Erica, your 4x4C winner from uh, Coker. And uh, who we got next? Up next, we got the boy putting the 14 points on the board, Luke Shepard. He's going to be on the phone talk to us a little about his race. Sounds good. Here comes Luke. All right, so uh, to the welcome to the show right now. We'd like to welcome uh, Luke Shepard, um, Junior A winner at Camp Coker. How you doing, Luke? Good, good. How are you guys doing today? Good, man. We really appreciate you taking the time to uh, be on the show with us today. Just kind of wanted to uh, chat with you a little bit about, uh, we know that right now you're actually the points leader uh, for Junior A, and looks like you actually have had four podium finishes so far this year. Yeah, we've had a great run, you know. Uh, switched up a lot of things during the offseason. Got in better shape. Uh, got full-time, full-time mechanics now on the bikes at the Jerisi Boys and got a good backing from Stewart Boys Racing. And, uh, you know, it's just everything's been clicking, clicking really well. We should have won Florida, too, uh, so we should have three out of four wins with the second. But uh, body shut down in Florida, wasn't used to the heat from being up the month. And uh, everything's just been clicking. It's been going smooth and uh, can't complain at all. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I can definitely agree with you about the Florida heat and us, uh, us northern boys not being used to that for sure. Hey, so talk to us a little bit about uh, Coker. I know that uh, I think you got out front right off the, uh, right off the bat, didn't you? I did. I did. I pulled the start, uh, and everything just on that bike is so smooth, so it's, it's kind of easy. It just, you know, it, it does everything for me, so I just get out front, and I just try to set a smooth pace, and then I know a lot of things got messed up with the banner getting torn down and stuff like that, so I think we uh, I think we could have done a little better in the overall, but with all the confusion on the laps and stuff like that, I didn't know where I was half the time. I remember passing the same people like three or four times. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a long day, and the saddle was rough and brutal and hot. So yeah, what? So tell me a little bit about. I know just from uh, from my perspective, a few rows behind you there, um, man. When I got to when I got to laps past, you know, about lap two, the track really I thought started deteriorating. What'd you think? Oh uh, yeah, it was it was bad. Usually I'm usually pushing pretty hard, and then the last lap I kind of get into a comfort zone and put the smoother lines around like some of the deep holes, and I found myself. Uh, on the second lap doing that. So I knew I knew at that moment, I'm like, man, this is going to be a long day. And then I ended up having to do the fifth lap as well. That was not feeling too well. Yeah, other than other than the overall finish, I, I can say I, I wasn't I wasn't too sorry to get lapped at Coker and uh, be able to shut it down after lap four. Yeah, I actually stopped about three miles. Well, I didn't stop. I slowed down about three miles ago. I saw someone I knew on the side of the track, and I said, how long are the pros? And they said, I don't know, three or five minutes or something. They said, man, I to me and I knew I was not going to get laughed by him so I just mentally prepared myself and got to the finish and then did another laugh and I'm glad I did because I think it really helped me in the overall. Awesome Luke. Hey so uh, tell us a little bit about uh, you know what you're thinking here. we got three weeks off now so uh, what will you guys do there to shop uh, between now and we go to Indiana? 
Well, I'm actually uh, I'm a former fresh motor in the former uh, fresh race motor in the practice bike uh, this week, and I think we're going to take this weekend off or two, keep the body together, and then we have the AXCC in Texas next week, or in uh, Kentucky. Sorry, um, we go there for that race, and then we'll hit the GNCC. So we run two series, and um, usually on off weekends we run the OXCR series as well, but they're off this weekend, so we're gonna. Stay at home and try to get some landscaping and stuff. <laughs> That's every once in a while, man. We got to do something besides racing. <laughs> right, right. I don't want to, but I guess I have to. So, uh, yeah, I think we're actually, uh, I think we're planning uh, the uh, Team Alpha guys, and I think even uh, Adam McGill, I believe, is going to actually, we're all going to head down to the next round of AXCC there in Kentucky with you guys. Awesome, awesome. That would be, be good to see you all there. So, Luke, I know that just like uh, with me, there's a lot of people that help you uh, kind of get where you are. So, is there anybody, like, anybody you'd like to thank? Oh, absolutely. You know, first and foremost, uh, i got to thank uh, Stuart Boys Racing. Without them, I wouldn't even be here at all. Um, you know, they back me 100%, and uh, it's, it's great to have that family behind me. Uh, my wife, my family, uh, LS4, my company, and all our customers for supporting me and being me to afford to be able to do this sport. Um, all our all our sports companies, we got Hauser, IMS, Dorothy Racing, is a huge, huge deal with us. Um, Ray JTV, Gold Speed Wheels, SSI decals, Fly Racing, Scott Goggles, Recluse Clutches, Fox Shocks. You know, there's just a lot of people behind us that keep the ball rolling. Uh, HMS, Flex Bars. Too many that I always forget somehow, but, uh, you know, we I couldn't do it without them, and uh, that's why we run it up front. Well, Luke, man, we tell you what, uh, not only are you having a great season, but we just we really thank you for taking a few minutes to be on the show with us today, man. Hey, listen, hey, before, uh, before you go, I got somebody to thank. I got to thank you, Luke Shepard, for getting me 14 points in my first uh, fantasy league. So keep it up, brother. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, Wes Smith actually called me and told me, he said, you're in a fantasy league this week, and I haven't been on social media a lot, so I missed it. And uh, and then he told me all about it. So, hey, anyone that picked me, uh, I'm glad I could. Yeah, hell yeah, we... We were fighting over you. We, we, we are. We were both wanting to pick you first, and I. I luckily got first pick because I'm, uh, Statman. Yeah, believe me. Be, believe me. All I heard about all week was that he had Luke Shepard, and I didn't. So <laughs> thanks. Hey, I told him I was gonna. I told him I was gonna try to talk to you before the race and see if I could make a deal with you, like to finish second <laughs> or third. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I don't think anybody's pockets are deep enough to get me to not try to win. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Hey, if I get on, if I'm on the fantasy again, uh, I would, I would put your money on the seven Q four machine again. All right, sounds good. I'll hey. make it, make a deal with you. <laughs> All right, Luke. Hey, man, thanks again for being on with us, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, we'll see, see you. Luke. We'll see you. Bye. That was Luke Shepard with us. Uh, we obviously appreciate both Luke and Erica being with us today on the Rider Spotlight. I think we might actually see Luke at uh, next week's AXCC in Kentucky. If not, I know we'll see both Erica and Luke at the next round of GNCC at the X Factor in Peru, Indiana. All right, guys, up next is the Hardcore Harvey Motorsports Race Rewind. Our eagle eye view of the GNCC round four Camp Coker race recap is thanks to the superior vision provided to us by 9-2 Goggles. 9-2 Goggles provide a truly superior field of view while racing, allowing us racers to never miss the fastest lines on the track. 9-2 Crew combines a superior goggle with the best racer and customer service in the business making 9-2 products the crystal clear choice for hardcore Harvey Motorsports. For more information, go to 9-2-crew.com. So, Dad, 
you had one hell of a race at Camp Coker, didn't you? We, you had your fourth first place finish in this series. I did. Uh, this is your first win at Camp Coker. Also true. Uh, and you had a you had a special little spotlight, I hear. So, I did. So tell me about uh, first your four wins in a row. How how are you feeling about that? Uh, obviously, man, we're super excited about that. I've never actually in my racing career had four national wins in a row. I've had a few times where I've had four uh, local series wins in a row, but never four national wins. The most in a row up to this point has been two. Breaking a lot of personal records. Four in a row, first race at Camp Coker. Uh, so tell me about your spotlight. You got you got a little shout out on the little GNCC, huh? I did. Actually, at the at Georgia round, they talked about uh, doing a rider or the amateur uh, race uh, spotlight with me at Coker and gave me an opportunity to talk about not only the podcast, uh, but also some of the stuff we're doing with uh, Team Alpha and trying to get the uh, a veteran to ride the uh, bike at next week's uh, AXCC. Now, do we do we have a veteran yet, or are we still looking? Uh, we do. We do. Uh, actually, Rick Zorn. Rick Zorn. Rick Zorn. Ricky Zorn is going to be the vet uh, on the bike at uh, in the Kentucky round of the AXCC. He's got. He's one lucky guy. Here we got a hell of a bike for him. Yeah, we're actually uh, doing some final prep on the bike this week up at the uh, Gems Racing. So up there at the Ed King property, we're going to be going up this week to get some final uh, final tuning on the bike. And I think we're getting uh, tire blocks installed so that uh, hopefully old uh, Rick Zorn has uh, no issues with getting to finish. All right. So keep an eye on that Facebook feed and look at that bike whenever we got it put up. Uh, you put the 918 out front early. Got the whole shot here. How what? How you feel? Uh, good. I mean, I really can't say enough about uh, the old mustache, Mark McGill and the, uh, how he has the bikes tuned in and they just start amazing. Um, man, if you just basically, I feel like if I wave my finger over the start button, the bike just fires up. So it, uh, we got out, uh, got out front early in the first and second turn then kind of set sail a little bit there. Um, we weren't able to keep the lead though about, I don't think about the mile and a half, two mile marker, uh, Daniel, a guy in our class, uh, I think it's D- Overtook you? He did. He did. He uh, actually, you know, we all have strengths and weaknesses as oh, racers. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and I'm I'm just not very good in the fields. Like I, 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 Oh, really? Yeah, like forever. Like that's been something that I've struggled with clear back in the 90s when I was racing that, that just for some reason, I'm just not as fast in the fields. Are you just afraid to get after it or what's the... Uh... Uh, it's not the straight line stuff. It's it's the it's the field turns with the big ruts and stuff that is it, that, is it slicker than you expect? No, it's not that it's slick. It's it's just honestly, I I just feel like I don't turn well. Huh? I mean, it, it sounds nuts, but I, we don't really have a whole lot of fields to practice in around here, so I can feel your hesitation not being able to grasp accordingly. Yeah, I mean that part of that's true, but I, again, it's just uh, one of those things that's kind of always been a weakness and. We work on it. We just don't yeah. seem to get a ton better at it. But, hey, that didn't stop you. Lap three, you took the lead, and you held it for the rest of the race, didn't you? I did. I was able to catch up with uh, Daniel in the woods there. Um, I think one of the I think one of the strengths of, of my racing program is just consistency. Like, I feel like— I'd that, say four first places in a row. <laughs> I don't necessarily mean with the wins, but that's nice. I really mean, like, we kind of set— we kind of set a pace and we're able to kind of run the same pace the whole race. And for a lot of guys, you know, particularly early in the season, 
you know, they kind of can start out quick first couple of laps. Uh, they may be faster than we are. They start to peter out. But then, the you know, they kind of get tired or start making mistakes. And, uh, again, we've been really fortunate this year where we've had very minimal mistakes uh, out on the track. So that's definitely helped us. So do you feel like your physical conditioning is better than some of the other guys being able to last in the, in the endurance portion? Um, I think maybe early in the season, yeah, I think so. Again, like we've talked about before, did a lot more uh, cardio stuff in the off season and that kind of stuff. So I do feel like we're able to be a little bit stronger later in the race. But do you think later in the season they'll start to, as they start to get their conditioning back, you're going to have a lot tougher time putting a 918 out front? Or um, I mean, yes and no, because I feel like at the same time everybody else is getting faster and getting stronger, so are we. Mm-hmm. You know, the more time we spend on the bike, the faster you get, the more you, you, know, you get more used to the beating. Um, so I feel like we'll get faster as well. But definitely there's a couple guys I know that once their physical conditioning gets to where it needs to be, I know they're going to be contenders. They're going to be tough. Yep. All right. Well, where what's next for the 918? Where are you heading next? Um, I think we're actually going to try to uh, make our first appearance at the a- new AXCC series in Kentucky so that we can be part of the uh, Team Alpha and the veteran riding uh, the, uh, the bike next week. Um, we're trying to actually get our backup bike ready to go this week so that we can head down there Um with the team alpha guys uh, also i think uh, i think the gator's going to go also adam mcgill's going to make his first appearance at the axcc next week as all as well um if we don't get to go to the axcc for some reason we'll definitely be at the east coast race next weekend as well we'll be at the ronnie paul series um if something falls through with the kentucky trip all right everybody make sure you watch out for that 918 those upcoming trips uh that hardcore harvey race rewind was brought to you by nine two goggles Coming up next, we got the Dirt Dominators and Dirt Disasters. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Now for our all clean double D of the weekend. We're pointing the show where we spotlight our Dirt Dominators and our Dirt Disasters. And no, double D doesn't stand for what you think it does. Dirt Dominators and Dirt Disasters are brought to you by All Clean. This stuff cleans everything. All Clean is a highly concentrated all-purpose cleaner degreaser. Even though All Clean is safe to use full strength, even diluted, it's the most powerful cleaner you'll ever use. All Clean removes all soils and contamination without scrubbing. Spray on, spray off. All Clean. This stuff cleans everything. To purchase All Clean or get a sample, please contact Hardcore Harvey Motorsports LLC at jtharvey918 at gmail.com. All right, XCLA. Time for our Dirt Dominators and our Dirt Disasters. We got quite a few Dominators this week, don't we? We actually do. It was a big week. A lot of first-time winners, a lot of multiple, a lot of three-time winners. Yeah. People are waking up. They're just starting to get their first win, starting to get their legs out from under them. You know what? Also, a lot of points leaders. A lot of point leaders. a boy. <laughs> All right, let's jump right in. So let's start out with the uh, morning youth guys. Okay. So we looking like our Dirt Dominators for the week. Super mini senior. Damian Hawkins with three wins in a row. Point later. Is he the points later? I don't know. Oh, why not? Because you got the paper in front of you. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So in Super Mini Junior, Charlie Stewart, four in a row. Now he's the points, points leader. Points leader. Interest, hey, interesting quick story about Charlie Stewart because he and his brother both race. They're part of SBR, Stewart Boys Racing. Kind of a weird deal this weekend with them because... Charlie actually races in Super Mini Junior, which is in row two. So he came from row two up through row one and actually got a third overall and finished on the overall podium. Got to get that podium. He definitely got the podium. But the irony is at the same time, his brother, Cooper, 
had a, had a different kind of. He approach. had a dirt disaster because he, he took a dirt dinger. <laughs> he took a dirt dinger. He did. His brother got the box and he got the stretcher. He did. Honestly, I think the medical team did go over and check him out. So I know I was talking. I know I was talking to uh, the Stewart family. Um, was talking to Jason and Alicia, their parents, and they were telling me about kind of weird, weird, uh, different <laughs> spectrum of emotions where, you know, you got one over here, you're trying to make sure that they're actually okay. And then at the same time, you hear over the PA that your other son is on the podium. <laughs> it's, the, it's an interesting dynamic. One's going, yeah, yeah, oh, not you, son, not you, son. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I, you know, I feel good and bad for them at the same time. So, Cooper, I hope you're okay. Hope you're healing up okay out there. Um, and as well as, uh, you know, Charlie, great job out there. Got to see you coming through the pits a couple times, and I could just tell by that big smile on your face, you knew you were rolling, brother. <laughs> All right, so on to 125 senior. Harrison Lindsay with three wins. Harrison also did a great job. Quick, Harrison showed before the race. He raced the race with one race boot and one farm <laughs> rubber boot on. Seriously. He needs a sponsor. He needs to get some full yeah. pair of boots. Do you know? No. Do you know why he's wearing a rubber boot? Why? Because he was practice riding in his Crocs. Oh, that's smart. Foot slipped off the peg, ran over his own foot with his four-wheeler. Oh, dude. Right. So, Harrison, get them boots on. Wear that safety gear. Holy, holy crap. Crocs. Right. Yeah, Crocs. So, 125 Junior, we've got uh, Ty McGahee with four wins. Girls, 8 to 15, we've got Andrea Rogers with four wins. Great job, Andrea Rogers. She's also a hardcore Harvey Motorsports sponsored rider. Very nice. Nice. Appreciate that. Way to perform for the Harveys. There you go. 70 CVT, we got Jackson Ostrich with three wins. In the AM classes, we have in 4x4A, Brian Buchanan got his first win. 4x4B, Brian Russell, first win and also points leader. There you go. 4x4C, <laughs> we already talked a little bit about Erica Fisher got her first win. Yeah, we got her on the phone. We talked to her a little bit. And yeah. She seemed pretty pumped to get about her first win. Yeah, that interview's coming up. In 4x4 Senior, John Glotta Senior, third win. Women's Amateur, Carly Martin got her first win. 45-plus, Michael Railia, four in a row. He is points leader, 80 points. Sport 15-plus, Joe Magaria with his first win in his very first race. Schoolboy senior, Lane McCormick, three in a row. Points leader. Interesting story here. Lane's mom, Alicia McCormick, WXC Pro. Yeah. Watched her coming through the first uh, on the first lap. Uh-huh. Put her son in a tree. Made to pass. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Came up on him. No mercy. I, it sounds familiar. Yeah. I remember a couple times where old dad would put me through the dirt yeah just trying to get it's kind of like a harvey thing yeah, like no mercy she needs to be on the show yeah i remember like i feel like you'd have a lot in common just right. putting your children through the dirt exactly whatever you need to win like your grandmother my mother always used to give me a hard time about <laughs> why don't you ever let clay win i'm like he's got to earn it no you never let me win anything basketball bocce ball didn't matter or atv <laughs> fantasy racing now that you mention it oh my god yeah i, I don't i will win I hear you. Okay, back to this. Back to Dirt Dominators. Uh, in uh, Schoolboy Junior, Dominic Stevens with his third in a row. 16 to 18 C, Justin McKenzie first win. 19 plus C, Zach McIntyre with his first win, and he's also the points leader. 24 plus C, Sean Newhouse with a first win. 30 plus C, Josh Hey, Josh Heaton with his first win. Sportsman's AB, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. First win. Toughest guy out there. And trail rider class, Josh Chandler with his first win. 
In the PM class, our Dirt Dominator is also a phone interview here in just a little bit. Junior A, Luke Shepard. Luke Shepard putting those 14 points in my pocket. Yep, four podium finishes for the year for Luke. He's also the points leader. Keep it up, Luke. Vet A, Kevin Yoho, four in a row. Junior B, Justin Ison with three wins. And Vet B, Coy Trevelcock with his first win. Um, a couple dirt disasters to talk about. These aren't as pleasant. Yeah, it seems like one went off the rails. Yeah. Lost, lost the tire? Is that what I heard? Yeah, so John Sosa in our, in our senior A, 40-plus. He's a regular podium finisher, and now he's, yeah, so he's running on three wheels. Well... Camp Coker is not his friend. No, it seems like he has a lot of trouble so with Coker. I heard a story while I was there that last year at Coker, he was coming up, it was dusty. A little dusty. Yeah, so he was coming up around a turn and didn't realize it, but one of the GNCC portable generators was sitting next to the track. He smoked it. <laughs> he needed a little extra juice and thought he'd come and get some. Yeah, well, I think the problem was he you know, kind of flipped him off the bike, tore stuff up. Not good Camp Coker last year, or no. trouble again for John Sosa Camp Coker this year. So he's a, unfortunately, he's one of our dirt disasters. The other one we've also talked about was Cooper Stewart, uh, hard crash there as well as we already mentioned. And uh, so good luck to both those guys as we head out to Indiana here in a few weeks to get that back on the rails. Yeah, I hope that I hope this doesn't discourage them. I hope they're getting ready to get back on their bikes and put some more points on the board. Yeah, because uh, I think we had John Sosa. John one of our Sosa, he's yeah, one of our he fantasy was, we picks. Were, we were fighting over John for a while, and he ended up yeah. not finishing. I know. I took him as a pick. I he know. got me no points. Good no, job, John. No, John, I don't hold it against you, man. Tough, Money, tough day. Money's in the mail, John. So, yeah, hey, so that's been our Dirt Dominators and our Dirt Disasters brought to you by All Clean. This stuff cleans everything. So, Xile, that's kind of a wrap for episode four. Episode four is in the can. Always trying to elevate the podcast, bringing some new equipment, learning some new things, bringing a better listening experience to our audience. Yeah, I'm really super excited about the new equipment because uh, – Obviously, we just put on Facebook a couple pictures of our live set that's getting right. ready to come on board. I wasn't going to say anything until episode five. I, was, I'm, I didn't want to reveal anything, but hey, we got we got a new set, and uh, once we go live, um, I'm excited for you all to see it. Cat's out of the bag. Cat's out of the bag. All so, right, so hey, guys, on the next episode, uh, we're going to uh, be making our rider picks for round two of Amateur ATV Fantasy League. Yep, we, we rolled for our four categories, and we're going to pick the racers out of those categories. We're going to duke it out just like last time. Loser again for you, Xile. Yeah, and to remind everybody uh, to get involved, uh, you can contact Jeff Harvey via email or Facebook, and the winner does get a T-shirt while the podcast is going on. Yeah. Also, uh, we got not only do we have uh, more T-shirts to give away, but also Larry Mills at DP Breaks has sent uh, hats, oh, awesome. hats and stuff to give away. Um, so we got some DP Break uh, large race trailer stickers. We've got some hats. So I think we're actually going to try to give away maybe like first, second, and third for round two Ooh, to kind of okay. promote more folks to get involved. All right. I like the sound of that. Yeah. So also for next round, I believe we're going to try to get Rick Zorn on the phone, the vet who's going to ride the Team Alpha bike at the AXCC round in Kentucky next weekend. Yeah, I think everybody will be excited to hear his story and his dealings with Team Alpha and what he expects from the race to come. So hopefully we can do that. And then also we're going to kind of give a uh, overview or kind of give you an update on the Mountain State Hair Scramble Series that's coming up this weekend. Um, I know they were paying 500 to uh, win to uh, the both bikes and ATVs. All right. I'm looking forward to it. I'll see you next week, Hardcore. Well, XCLA, as always, thank you for taking time to be with us on the podcast. Yeah, you're welcome. We'd like to thank everyone for joining us and hope you enjoyed it enough to stop back next week. We'd love to hear your feedback, ideas, and suggestions for racers we can highlight. Remember, we are looking for dirt dominators, 
and dirt disaster stories to feature each week, as well as unique racer nicknames and the stories behind them. If you're a race promoter, contact us to feature your series and talk about upcoming tracks. Whatever your contributions might be, please contact us via email at jtharvey918 at gmail.com or look us up on social media, JT Harvey on Facebook, Harv918 on Instagram, and HawkeyesWV on Twitter. Please like and share us, as well as let other racers know about our show. Until next week, we hope your quads stay clean, your tracks stay perfect, and your blessings be many. This has been a Hardcore Harvey Motorsports presentation of Life Behind the Pros.